1: Post your free job on linkedin.com people today.
2: Cat Noir presents the House of Audio Description, written and performed by Kevin Jones and Matt Simons. Hello. 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 Sorry, do you want something?
1: No, not really. I'm Matt.
2: Yes, I know who you are. And you are Patrick. Yes, I also know who I am too. Is this going anywhere? It's just I haven't quite finished on the toilet yet.
1: Oh, yeah, uh, yes. Uh, sorry. Hello. It's just Kev has gone to the zoo to record some animal noises for other episodes, so it looks like I'm going to have to edit the podcast all by myself.
2: Oh no, I remember the last time you did that. <laughs>
1: Why does that keep getting brought up?
2: It was years ago. The more times we remember, the less likely we have to go through it again. Where's Kev? Why can't he do it? I told you, he's at the zoo. Oh,
1: you could always subcontract it.
2: Yes! Hang on, what does that mean? Uh, Go onto the internet and look up companies who offer services to podcasters?
1: Oh, I'm not allowed on the internet. Kev has the parental controls on. Why, what did you do? Well, I opened every episode of Columbo and the A-Team, minimised all the screens and tried to watch them all at once. Apparently I broke the computer. Something about damaging a sheep. Was it a ram issue? Yeah, that's him. Oh, good job.
2: I'm something of a computer expert. Let
1: me help you. Um, armpit, British. Sneeze, leg, bra, hairy, pineapple, buttons, <laughs> horizontal, lacy. Oh, mama!
2: Sorry about that. Uh, just doing some research for a role from 1975.
1: Here you go. Look at these. Wow! This one says they offer bespoke audio descriptions for the visually impaired. Somewhat redundant on a podcast. Uh, there's no pictures. Well, I'd hate for anyone not to be able to experience Cat Noir the way it should be. I'll give these people a call.
2: Oh dear. Matt, this company is called the House of Audio Description. I don't think they're really what you're looking for. Wanna try one of these other ones? This one here is run by a man called Ed. Edit. I'm sure he's more up your street.
1: Shh, I'm on the phone. Oh. Hello, this is Matt. Hello? Hello? Oh, I don't think anyone's there. Can you help me?
2: To start audio description, say, start now. I'm not pretty sure how this is working. I think we probably ought to research this a little more before we blindly get ourselves into any trouble. Mmm. Start now. Oh, dear. Patrick says, oh, dear, and places his hand on his forehead. Matt looks amazed as the audio description starts. He puts the phone down and walks over to Patrick.
1: Amazing.
2: Matt's amazed and says so. He then starts dancing in triumph like he's won the lottery. Patrick looks on disapprovingly. I wasn't disapproving, I was admiring his skills. Patrick lies through his teeth. I really think this is going to backfire, Matt. Is there any way to stop it? Patrick talks a load of rubbish to Matt, who ignores it. I say, hang on a moment. Patrick locks himself in the bathroom. I don't think.
1: Oh, that's weird. Patrick only just came out of the toilet. Oh, well. Best get on with my day.
2: Matt leaves the room to get on with his day. And comes back in.
1: Why have I come back in here? I thought I was going to the kitchen.
2: Matt opens the door
1: and walks to the kitchen.
2: Matt! Matt! uh, The audio description's locked me in the bathroom. Matt! Matt! Patrick, trapped in the bathroom, calls out, but no one hears him as he falls gently asleep, hitting his head hard on the bath. (coughs) Patrick's out cold and slumps to the floor Meanwhile, Matt's
1: in the kitchen Audio description
2: Matt asks a question whilst wrapping a very long present
1: It's not a present, I've sold this on eBay Matt
2: explains what he's
1: doing and continues wrapping I just wondered if you could do the sound effects as well To activate Foley, say Start Foley now Cool! Start Foley now
2: Matt activates Foley
1: This present sounds funny Maybe I shouldn't have turned that on
2: Matt stops wrapping his parcel And laments turning the foley on
1: So how exactly are you making those sound effects?
2: Our foley's free range and freshly picked We only use our mouths
1: Brilliant That's even less editing to do Do you think you could do a whole episode for me?
2: Yes If you want to turn audio description off Stayed audio description off before the scene
1: starts okay sounds simple enough i now need to go to the post office see you later
2: matt leaves the room of his parcel boot, step, boot, step, boot. don't
1: forget to close the door everything sounds
2: wrong Matt's walking to the post office with his overlong parcel, which is hitting everything he passes.
1: It's too long and it's
2: too wide. Matt laments the length and girth of his package.
1: Oh, I forgot. Audio description off.
2: Excuse me, sir. Are you aware that your long, dangly hit me in the stomach as you passed?
1: My what? Your long, dangly parcel, sir, hit me in the stomach. Oh, I am so sorry. I hope you're not going to arrest me, officer. I am PC Bobby Booby, Archaic Crimes Division. Oh, I've not heard of that before. Well, so you're
2: going to hear all about it now. You are in direct violation of a current law. That being, it's illegal to carry a plank of wood along a pavement in a metropolitan police district, i.e. Greater London. This is an offence under section 54 of the Metropolitan Police Act, 1839. Other offences covered by section 54 include flying kites, playing annoying games, and sliding on ice or snow. Ah,
1: but the game I'm playing isn't annoying though. I disagree. But to be fair and ensure I have a
2: witness ready to take the stand, let's ask this passerby. Hello, madam. Could I please ask you, have you seen
1: this gentleman here before? Oh, yes. Lovely boy. He's always here sliding on the snow and flying those kites. He ought to be locked up. Whoops.
2: You're nicked, sunshine.
1: Hello there, camel. I
2: don't suppose I could record you for my podcast. I'm collecting various animal noises. Yes, brother,
1: yes. I would love to be on a podcast. I'd do anything to be famous and get out of here. Oh, don't you like living at the zoo? Zoo? Is that what you humans call it? We call it the slammer, mate. All I did was nibble a little old lady's straw hat. Here I am, taken from my country of origin and placed in a paddock with an electric fence all the way around it deprivation of liberties mate. I'm so sorry to hear that. What was your country of origin? Essex. That's not a country. No. Oh. well I'll get counties and countries mixed up sometime. Sorry. Anyway I don't suppose you want to adopt me. Adopt you? Yeah the Nick or the zoo as you call it offer the chance to adopt me for £10 a month. And what do I get for my tenner? Well, brother, it used to be a signed photo of me, the chance to come on a weekend and help back out my doings, a cuddly toy variation of myself, although it never really looked like me, to be fair, just a generic camel, and your name on a plaque on my cage. Hmm. Well, that does sound reasonable, but you said it used to be. Yes, brother. Changed last week. Now for £10, I get to come home with you. What? Live with me? Uh-huh. I'll be your son. I don't really need a son. Okay. How about a pet? I kind of already have a pet. There's an annoying heron who hangs around the house. Oh, I get on really well with herons. In fact, I get on well with most people and animals. But no one really wants to adopt a camel. Everyone wants a meerkat or a red panda. And the sloths. Oh, they got whole schools adopting them. But a camel, no one cares. I can produce milk, you know. And my cheese is super tasty, with a few crackers and a bottle of white wine. I'm not that keen on cheese. I'm house trained. That at least sounds good. Right then, look over there. Where? Just beyond the owl cages, near the gift shop. Yep, I'm looking. There you go, there's a house. You see, I am trained. When you said house trained, I
2: thought you meant you would go to the toilet outside, not show me you can locate a house.
1: Go to the toilet outside? Oh, the indignity. Why would I do that, brother? I'm not an animal.
2: (coughs) After spending two hours locked up in the local
1: nick, Matt's once again trying to get a parcel to the post office. I can't believe I've sold two things today. Kev's going to be so pleased. We can finally take a holiday.
2: Matt expresses delight that he now has enough money that he can take some time off.
1: You're not very good at audio description, are you? You're supposed to be describing my surroundings, not paraphrasing everything I say. Matt is walking down an average street
2: in an average part of an average city wearing average clothing and weirdly repeating everything the audio description says but before they can say it this makes him a word thief
1: oh that's a little strong
2: excuse me sir did somebody say thief
1: no I don't think we did the audio description and Matt agree to disagree we didn't look I'll deal with you later audio description off excuse me sir why are you standing on this street and talking to yourself oh I wasn't talking to myself I was having a discussion with the audio description There's no one else here. Ah, that's because it's more of a disembodied voice. I see. I see. And you hear this voice often? Oh, yeah. It describes a scene for the listeners. It's not doing it now. Well, it wouldn't. I've turned it off. And you have the power to do that, do you, sir? Uh Uh-huh.
2: Are you aware how suspiciously
1: you're acting? No. I'm just on my way to the post office to post a parcel. And what is in said parcel? A salmon. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. I hope you're not going to arrest me again, officer. As you well know,
2: sir, I am PC Bobby Booby Archaic Crimes Division. Yes, yes. You mentioned that last time. Well, sir, sounds like you're going to have to hear all about it again. You're in direct violation of a current law, that being handling a salmon in suspicious circumstances. You're kidding. No, sir. That isn't law. I'm very much afraid it is. I refer you to the Salmon Act of 1986, where... The grounds for suspicion relate neither specifically to a particular offence that has been committed, nor exclusively to a relevant offence or to relevant offences, but shall be a defence in proceedings for an offence under this section to show that no relevant offence has in fact been committed in relation to the salmon in question.
1: Does that mean you want to speak to the salmon? If I could, sir. They will be able
2: to immediately set this matter straight. If they feel no offence has been committed against them, all's well.
1: Um, well, it's dead. Well, well. Look, surely this law only applies to poachers. Are you a poacher, sir? (laughs) No, I am a podcaster, but not a poacher. (laughs) Are you finding this funny, sir? No, not at all. It's just I'm carrying this salmon, not handling it, and I'm not a poacher.
2: So, how do you like your eggs? Sorry? It's an easy enough question, sir.
1: How do you like your eggs? Um, fried. Any other way? Well, I'm quite partial to a poached egg. Oh, I see. I see. So
2: would you consider yourself...
1: a poacher? (sighs) Really? Are you finding this funny, sir? Because I won't stand for it. I am humorless. Is that why you can't stand for it? Because you're a humorous? Was that
2: a bone joke, sir? Yeah. Funny? Was that a very hidden second attempt at a bone joke? Is it against the law? No. Unfortunately, making bone jokes is not against the law. But you are already in enough trouble as it is. To be fair and sure, I have a witness ready to take the stand. Let me just talk to this passerby. Hello, madam. do yeah. Could I please ask you, have you ever seen this gentleman here before?
1: No. Oh, yes. Lovely boy. He's always here on the street making bone jokes and handling fish suspiciously. He ought to be locked up. Oh. You're knit, sunshine. <laughs> so, brother... Have you had any more thought about my adoption? Sorry, Toe It's a no from me. Oh, come on. You get a free box of cigars. That is not very child-friendly. Adoption shouldn't be a market for children. They don't own houses. If I want to leave, I've got to appeal to the adults. Good point, but I'm still not interested. Shame. They're Cuban. Sorry, the answer's still
2: no. Now, keep still, be quiet for a few seconds. I'm just trying to get a recording of this mouse.
1: Oh, he won't speak, mate. He's about to get eaten. He's lunch for that eagle owl. <laughs> Damn.
2: See? He won't make the same noises now he's dead.
1: Well, I'm a bit of an impersonator, if that helps. I could do the mouse for you. OK, let's hear it. Well, I'd like some guarantees first. Like? Um, I'll do some impressions for you, and um, you could... Uh, yeah, let me just think of something. There. What could it be? What could it be? Um, I'll do some impressions for you, brother, and you could... Uh... Adopt
0: me?
2: You really don't like it here, do you?
1: No! It's bloody cold! I'm used to the sun burning down on my back, flies everywhere, humidity like a sauna, sweat dripping from every hoof. In Essex? Ah, now I've heard you say that again. I think I made a mistake. I think I might have meant Egypt. Okay, that makes way more sense.
2: (coughs) After spending a further two hours behind bars, Matt is once again heading to
0: the post office,
2: pulling a large weapon behind him.
1: Oh, thank God I sold this cannon. That policeman kept my other two parcels. Right, I'd better stop and load this up before I wrap it. Matt stops and puts a
2: cannonball and a bag of powder into the gun barrel. He pushes it in further using a ramassis, driving home the powder and ball to the breach.
1: You know an awful lot about cannons. Oh, that's better. I'm locked and loaded. Matt
2: wraps the cannon in
1: brown paper.
2: The cannon goes off and sends its
1: payload into the next street. Luckily, no one was hurt. Matt music. Audio description daddy. off. I don't want to get caught talking to you again. Good job that policeman isn't around.
2: Good afternoon, sir. Oh, no. Have I caught you at an inopportune time?
1: A little, yes. Uh I've got to get to the post office before it closes for lunch. Before it closes for lunch. So, what have I done this time?
2: Nothing, nothing.
1: Oh, can I go then? Is that a cannon wrapped in brown paper? Yep, I've sold it. Oh, dear. I hope you're not going to arrest me again, officer.
2: At the risk of repeating myself, I am PC Bobby Booby Archaic Crimes Division.
1: Hello! That's the third time you've told me today. Well, sir, it doesn't sound like
2: it's getting through, does it? Once again, you're in direct violation of a current law. That being, firing a cannon within 300 yards of a private dwelling. This is an offence under section 55 of the Metropolitan Police Act 1839.
1: You are joking. No, sir.
2: As we discussed only a short sure while ago, I don't joke. I heard you fire this cannon very close to this lady's house. To be fair and ensure I have a witness ready to take the stand, let's knock on the door and see what the owner has to say, shall we? Oh, he- hello? Sorry to disturb you. I wonder if you heard a cannon being fired near your home.
1: Oh, yes. Lovely boy. He's always here firing cannons near my house.
0: Balls everywhere.
1: You ought to be locked up. Ah. Oh. this brother is a lovely place. Can
2: I touch everything? No. I'm afraid my comedy partner's not in. I'll leave his present on the side.
1: So, does he like camels? Let's hope so. Can I turn the TV on? Audio description on. Um, what was that?
2: Kev wonders what he's just heard as a brown shaggy camel sits on a sofa and starts picking his hooves. Sorry brother, I'll hoover up after. Where's that voice coming from? In the bathroom, Patrick thumps uselessly on the door. Patrick? Hello there, Kev. I just got myself into a bit of a spot of bother. Any chance you could open the door? It does seem to be locked. Kev tries the door, but it's locked.
1: I haven't even reached the door yet.
2: Hang on, this is odd.
1: You want me to shoulder barge it, brother? I'm incredibly strong and I need to earn my keep.
2: Not just yet, thanks, tochuff Patrick, what's going on? Well... It's all a little embarrassing, I'm afraid. To cut a long story rather short, in your absence, Matt's employed a psychotic audio-descriptive AI to voice edit and add the sound effects to the podcast. Oh, dear. It's using the narration to make the events happen. A lion appears in the bathroom next to Patrick. (laughs) Holy moly, there's now a lion in here. Right, Tocha, take the door down. Right, brother. Moves to the ready. Tojo the camel rushes towards the bathroom to save Patrick, but runs too fast and leaves the house. Great. There goes our secret weapon. Uh, we rather need Matt, I'm afraid. He is the only one who can control it. And where is he? He's gone to the post office. Ah, ah, ah. I'm afraid to report the lion's now trying to eat me. He does have rather sharp teeth. Come on, Matt, where are you?
1: Quiet. Well, except for you two. Oh, I know why. Audio description on. Hmm, it's not working. I wonder why. Good evening, sir. No, look, I've got to get these parcels to the post office. It closes very soon. Let me just make a note of that
2: closes very
1: soon. You definitely can post cows at the post office.
2: Oh, absolutely, sir, that you can. And may I say, you've done a fantastic job of wrapping them. Ah, thank you. So, can I go? Do you have permission to walk these parcels down the street?
1: I didn't think I needed permission. Oh, dear. Oh, dear, oh, dear, oh, dear. Well, I hope you're not going to arrest me again, officer. For the
2: final time, I am PC Bobby Booby Archaic Crimes Division.
1: I know, you've arrested me three times today already.
2: Well, sir, you seem to be a repeat offender. It seems you just can't help yourself, can you? Once again, flagrantly, you are in direct violation of a current law. That being, it is illegal to walk cows down the street in daylight. The Metropolitan Streets Act from 1867 made it an offence to drive cattle through the streets between 10am and 7pm, except with the permission from the Commissioner of Police. Do you have permission from the Commissioner of Police, sir?
1: Um, I don't even know who he is. Then we have a problem, don't we? Oh, come on.
2: To be fair and ensure I have a witness ready to take the stand, let's unwrap this passerby. I'm also on my way to the post office. Hello, madam. Could I please ask you, have you seen this gentleman here before?
1: Oh, yes. Lovely boy. He's always here on the street herding cows between 10am and 7pm. And he's never got permission from the police commissioner. Never. He ought to be locked up. Unbelievable. You're nicked, sunshine. Hang on. It's one minute past seven. Well, so it is. Off
2: you go then, sir. Have a good evening.
1: Oh, um, thank you. What did you call me?
2: I'm sorry to bother you, but the lion's now rubbing me in batter and starting a deep bad fryer. I really could do with a little help here. Toch off your back. Yes, brother. No idea what happened. I just
1: couldn't stop galloping.
2: It's the audio description. is controlling the whole show.
1: Kev ties Toch off the camel up with
2: duct tape and sticks a cigar in his mouth. I oh, no. That's gonna work when it comes sorry, I can't. Kev's dragged along the floor to the kitchen. <laughs> uh, there you go, brother. I can't
1: help it. I'm being pulled through the house.
2: Kev turns the gas on.
1: Oh, well, might as well have this cigar. Hang on. I don't have a light.
2: Patrick bursts out in the bathroom <laughs> and opens a box of matches. He strikes one.
0: No! <laughs>
1: Kev, I'm home. Hang on, the door never normally does that. It's fallen off its hinges. And it's funny, but I could have sworn the lounge had walls when I left. Matt. Bloody hell, Kev, what happened here? Explosion. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. You okay? Not really, no. Is this your flat, mate, brother? Yeah, Matt, meet Toe chuff. Wow, have we got a pony now? I'm a camel, mate. Why are you being quiet, Matt? Well, usually if someone mentions that they're an animal, Warren pops up and says, I'm a heron. But he didn't do it.
2: I would imagine he's under here somewhere. The mansion did blow up.
1: Oh, poor
2: Warren. Any chance you could dig Tocha for me out? I've got a horrible feeling I might be sitting on Patrick with Knee's head. I can not confirm that. Matt finds a spade along the rubble and start 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 digging.
1: Oh, audio description. I wonder where you'd got to. I finally managed to get a parcel to the post office, but it's shut at six.
2: Hello, Matt. Everyone looks horrified at Matt talking to the audio
1: description. Matt, that's the thing that caused all of this. It's really dangerous. What? No way. It's not dangerous. Next you'll be telling me it tried to kill everyone and blew up the mansion. It did, brother. Oh, whoops. Matt realises he
2: should. Never have employed an AI to do his... his...
1: job. I think it's damaged. Do something before it attacks us again, Matt. Um, Okay. Audio description off. Forever. Thank you. Well done, Matt. Now, get us out of here. Okay. Just a little busy. What are you doing? I'm looking for an AI who can rebuild homes.
2: Oh, dear. Put the phone down and pick the shovel up.
1: Righto! Ooh! Is this a present for me?
2: Yes, I got it on the way back
1: from the zoo. (laughs) Wow! It's a plank of wood. I love it, Kev. Where did you get it from? I met PC Bobby
2: Booby down the road. He sold it to me. He had a salmon too, but I thought you'd already got one of them.
1: Cool! Just what we need to fix the mansion. There you go. See? Easy. looks like I've been given the job to end the episode so I'll just say this brother you have been listening to Cat Noir Presents the house of audio description written produced recorded and edited by Kevin Chilvers and Matt Sanders. promotional material by Laurie Stone give us a like and subscribe wherever you heard us and if you like what we do brother please leave a review follow us on Instagram at Cat Noir Podcast and join us in two weeks for another story hi hi usually Come here now, Heron. Why don't you go play with your bone? Come
2: on. Hello. Have you ever thought about adopting a camel? For just 10 pounds a month, you can bring a little sand from the Sahara to your front room. Your contribution can change the lives of camels around the world. Help provide a better life for dromedary today. Our camels rely on your support. <coughs> camels will receive a minimum of 1.73% of the total donation and our tax on this amount. The best we blow on limited fast cars. Check out our website at and adopt a camel. Don't we honestly don't care.